Pick out your movie, lounge on your couch, watching the stars while you slouch. Now you can listen to what they'll say. It's Easton and Friends bringing the couch critics your way. Hello, everyone. This is uh, Easton with Couch Critics. Uh, happy to be back with a new episode. Um, and this is the second episode of the the new style, where it's just me and a guest. Um, this week, I have a very special guest, as it is my wife. Um, so I just want to uh, welcome my wife to the Couch Critics and say hello. Hey, my name's Tristan. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, my wife Tristan is uh, uh, on the podcast today. Uh, I'm happy to have her. We watch a lot of movies together. Uh, pretty much every movie that I review on the podcast, she goes through. There's a few that she doesn't make, but uh, for the most part, we watch them all together. So um, I kind of run through some of my opinions before uh, with her before I even make it to the podcast. So um, she'll have some thoughts on today's episode. Before we get into that, we're going to uh, get to know Tristan a little bit. Um, obviously, I know her pretty well as I've been married for about two years now. But um, just for you on the podcast, you may not know her or uh, don't know her movie taste. Um, I just want you guys to know a little bit. So, Tristan, what are some of your um, your favorite movies? Um, yeah, so I like White Christmas with Bing Crosby. That's like my favorite movie of all time. And I like Psycho, the old, old one. And... Science of the Lambs. Yeah, like old old people movies. Old basically. people movies? Yeah. Science of the Lambs isn't that old. I mean, kind of. Yeah. And uh, I actually hadn't seen any of those movies before we met. So, I mean, I guess you can say my palette of movies wasn't the greatest because I had watched <laughs> just movies from like 1990s and forward. But she introduced me to White Christmas and Psycho and um, Science of the Lambs. Um, which I'm sure two of those movies uh, we might review in the future. Actually, probably all three because White Christmas we'll probably do around Christmas. And then I plan on doing a horror movie marathon during uh, October. And I bet you Psycho and Science of the Lamb are probably going to be on those lists. So you can be looking forward to that. Um, but, yeah, those are some some good movies. Uh, I don't think yeah. I've disliked one of the ones uh, on that list. So uh, that's kind of the movies she likes. And before we get into today's episode... Um, I kind of want to talk about some movie stuff that's happened, obviously with the whole coronavirus and lockdowns and stuff. Theaters have been closed for, for quite a while, but something that, uh, we weren't really expecting was the, the digital releases of movies and universal put a couple movies on there. And I don't know how much you know about this, uh, but I read up on it and it looked like, uh, most of the, um, uh, like studios that put movies out on digital uh, that were supposed to be in theaters like Bloodshot and um, Trolls and, you know, a couple of those movies uh, that were supposed to be in theaters and obviously couldn't go because they were on lockdown. They um, talked to AMC theaters and some of the major theaters and said, hey, obviously we can't show the theaters or show the movies in theaters, so we're going to go ahead and put them out on digital. Uh, Universal with their movies did not do that. They just straight put them on digital without telling AMC, which voided a contract that they had. And obviously Universal or AMC wasn't very happy. And a lot of the other major theaters weren't very happy about it. And then Universal went a step further and said, when all of this is back to normal and things are opening up again, 
uh, Universal is going to continue to put their movies out on digital the same day that they come out theatrically, therefore obviously ruining some of the sales of the theater release. And, and AMC wasn't very happy and decided to say that they were not going to show any more Universal movies, which I mean, I'm sure all you guys know, and I'm sure you know, Tristan, that Universal is one of the biggest studios in the world, uh, probably close behind, behind Disney. I mean, they, they have the Fast and Furious franchise, the Minion franchise, uh, a couple other smaller movies that are going to be coming out throughout the year. and It's kind of a big hit um, for AMCs to say that they're not going to show their movies. Did I say that? Yeah, yeah, they're not going to be showing those movies in their theaters because of what uh, Universal said. So uh, that's kind of some big news uh, between, um, you know, the theaters and movie world. Um, and I'm sure a lot of you guys know that, but if you guys don't keep up on Twitter, like I do, uh, you may not have heard that, but as of right now, AMC, which is the biggest theater across the nation is not going to be showing universal movies when they come back and they're just going to be doing straight to digital. Um, I don't know about some of you guys at home, but Tristan and I haven't, I don't think we've rented one movie through the digital thing. Um, and I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I think it's a good idea, especially for what's going on, but um, for me, and this, I'm apparently a minority. I've read a lot of stuff on Twitter and debated with people on Twitter, and they all say that um, they would much rather have a $20 rental at home than spending the $10 movie ticket to go to the tickets or go to the movies because, you know, if they buy popcorn and they just feel like it's more expensive to go out. Um, but for me, I would much rather spend um, the $10 to go out to a theater and have a theater experience than spend $20 at home. Now it's about, it's the same amount cause it's just me and my wife is just Tristan and I. So it'd be $20 for us to go out to a movie. Um, just like it's $20 to rent it at home right now. Uh, but for me, it still just doesn't seem worth it. Cause I could just wait a couple months and it'll go on Blu-ray and be $20 and I'm getting it at home. For me, if I want to go to a theater, I'm going to spend $20 to go to a theater to watch a movie. It's not because I want to see it early. It's because I want to see it in a movie theater. I want the theater experience. And you can't get that at home. At least I can't. I mean, we have a nice 45-inch TV, and it's nice. We watch a lot of movies on it, but it just doesn't seem – it's not as good as a theater, especially for yeah. for a lot of the movies that we see. Uh, even as small movies as Invisible Man, I think, was better to watch in a theater than it was at home yeah. uh, because of the surround sound you could get, the atmosphere you could get from a big screen and the stereo. So, um, But I like how they have the option of both, especially right now with them not having theaters. But, yeah, I – I don't know how this is all going to work out, but it, as far as what I've seen on Twitter, it, it looks like a lot of uh, a lot of the um, studios are going to be pushing towards the um, digital because I think it was Trolls was the Universal yeah. movie, and they made almost three hundred million dollars off of rentals, they did really good on it. and uh, that's more than what they made in theaters on the first movie. So, and that's why they decided to do this is because they made so much money off of, off of that digital release. So, um, but the problem with that is, is movie theaters aren't going to be able to survive if they, um, because they already have to charge a crazy amount for concessions. Now, maybe if the, if these studios are making so much money off of the digital that they can lower the prices, because right now I think, uh, movie theaters make like a dollar, per movie ticket and the studio gets the rest. So maybe if they're making so much money off of the digitals, they can kind of 
cut back on ticket prices, make, maybe making the normal ticket price six or seven bucks and the, and the theater still gets a dollar of that. And so more people would be inclined to go to the movie theater, but it's kind of looking glim for what's been the past 70, 80 years of cinema of going to a theater. And I honestly don't want that to end because I love the theater experience especially for some of my favorite movies like Star Wars and the Marvel movies and um, some of the big Disney movies that come out. And, um, you know, I, I wish I was able to see some of the Lord of the Rings on um, in theater uh, in theater. And there will be other big sci-fi movies or fantasy movies that just are going to be better in theaters. And I, I want it to continue, but it's all up in limbo right now. Coronavirus has done a lot to a lot of people and it's, destroying kind of the theater business as people are trying different things. But, um, yeah, that was really the only theater news I had. Um, I mean, there's some, some Batman news with, uh, Robert Pattinson right now. That's kind of funny. Um, uh, but I don't think Tristan really cares about, uh, the new Batman <laughs> series that she doesn't even like the, the, uh, Batman trilogy, which is one of the best trilogies of all time. So yeah, not a fan, but to be fair, you only don't like it because, I just I can't stand the Joker. Mm-hmm. He's too he's Chaotic. too evil. Yeah, too and he's evil just and doing stuff for stupid. Like I don't I don't get it. But yeah. the problem is in that movie, you don't really. I mean, you know, but they don't say that he has like some mental illness. He's just like wreaking havoc on everything just, just so that havoc. he can. And it's irritating. I want a reason. Yeah, that's why I like the newer one. Yeah. Yeah, Tristan's very much on liking a backstory on a character yeah. and liking to know why a character does what he does. Um, and so I completely understand where she's coming from. But for me, I, I think The Dark Knight's one of the greatest movies of all time. Um, just cinematically, character-wise, and score-wise. But I totally understand where she's coming from. But definitely an un- unpopular opinion there. But uh, yeah. we're about to get into... Uh, a debate here in just a little bit on on our future movie, which Tristan's a little bit scared about. Mind you, the last time we talked about this movie, we got in an argument and we didn't talk like half of the way home from the theater. Which is weird because of the movie that it is. Yeah. Like, you would expect this about some big movie that has <laughs> controversial ending or something. But, uh, but yeah, the movie that we're talking about is Little Women. And it's honestly, I think, one of the better movies of last year. Um, but yeah, we definitely had some differing opinions the first time we watched it. Uh, this is my second time watching it. Tristan, how many times have you watched this movie? That was just my third. Yeah. So we wouldn't watch it, I think, opening weekend, mm-hmm. um, together, uh, cause we both have AMC A-list. So we try to watch as, as many movies as we can. And that was a pretty big one on the list. Um, even though it came out, I think Oscar season, but, uh, we got a chance to go see that one and then. She went and watched it with her mother a little bit later because I think they had seen the original. Yeah, like a really some long point. time ago. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I am actually one of the few, apparently, everyone I read says that they've seen the original. I never even heard of the original. <laughs> and I have um, the book, so. You do have the book. Yeah. I did not know that. Did you read the book? Um, I don't think I read it, oh, okay. actually. Yeah. I was kind of curious on on what the difference between the the old movie the new movie and the book was but yeah i guess you can kind of tell us some of the differences between no it's been a long time since you've watched it i don't remember like anything, anything other than who were the i can't remember who the main actors were is that girl from lady bird no no no, no. in the old one. Oh, i don't know yeah i know that had a pretty star 
like it had a pretty good cast as far as I can remember. I don't know if it was Tom Cruise or it was somebody big. Oh, who was Lori? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Who was uh uh Timothy Theodore? Teddy? Yeah, Teddy. Yeah, Lori. Oh, Lori, sorry. I was thinking of Joe. Yeah, we watched this movie, yeah. uh, what, 20 minutes ago? And yeah. I'm always forgetting who the main characters are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lori. It's, it's, I'm sorry, it's a girl name. And there's, yeah. what, 50 girls in the movie, and That's he's the true. one guy. So I just, for some reason, assumed that was the girl. Um, yeah, I'm looking up the cast right now to see who it was. Um, cause I know it had a really good cast and I really want to watch it. I just didn't get the chance. We probably should have bought a bundle. I mm-hmm. had both of them, but, uh, we just, we just went ahead and bought cause it was like $10 cheaper. And I feel like the oh. original little women is not worth 10 bucks <laughs> now. I mean, it came out like 40 years ago. I mean, I get it. It was yeah. just funny. And so I don't want to spend an extra $10 on that one. Um, I'm trying to see here who was in it. That one had, Christian Bale, that that's who the yeah. It was a, I knew it was a big actor now, uh, but the rest of the cast wasn't um, wasn't too big. But anyways, um, yeah, I guess she doesn't know much about the old one either because she's it's been a long time since she watched it. But so I mean, we're mainly just talking about the new one. So I guess we'll kind of get into a uh, non spoiler uh, review. So just try not to to spoil anything while we uh, kind of talk about just general thoughts of, of what you liked or disliked about the movie. And, um, and then we'll get into spoilers a little bit later. So, okay. What do you think about the movie? I liked it overall. I thought it was a really good movie. I mean, I saw it twice in theaters, so yeah, I good liked enough. it. Yeah. Um, I think it was really relatable. Even though it was from, like, the 1700s? Yeah. But, like, they're just, like, living life uh-huh. and doing what they love. And and I like the contrast between all of the girls. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all very different. Even though they're all sisters and they grew up in the same household. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else. I like the passion in it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying not to like give anything like I don't want to yeah. say something that ruins a, a part of the movie. Right. Yeah. Thankfully, there's not too much spoilers, but because I mean, I guess if you've read the book or watched the old movie, you kind of know everything that happens. But yeah, if, if you're like me and I'm sure a lot of people are, they haven't seen it until this one came out because this one kind of had a an Oscar push. So there were probably mm-hmm. a lot of people who had never seen the older one that watched this one. Um, A few things that I really liked about the movie were. One, just the set and the costume design. Oh, yeah, um, it won an Oscar for it. So obviously it was really good, but it, it really made you feel like you were back in the time of when this book was written. Um, second, I thought that they had almost a perfect casting. Uh, Florence Pugh, who is Amy in the movie, she uh, had just gotten out of uh Midsummer, which is a complete contrast of <laughs> of movies, but it was uh I really liked how they went out and found her to play this part because uh she's a really good actress. Obviously she's really annoying in this movie <laughs> for a large portion of it, but she's a great actress and does a great job playing that part, even though I'm sure it wasn't fun to play. Um uh, and then of course um uh, Joe uh played by uh 
Ronan. Uh, I'm not even going to try to attempt to say her first name because it's it's really hard. Um, but she was obviously fantastic. I loved the free spirited character, um, and I feel like it was a great way of um, adding a character that was a contrast of its time, um, and showing that there were people like that. Because most of the time, when you when you read or watch things, um, you see people that are more like the Emma Watson character that are um, Margaret uh, that you know are women who are just, or even uh, Florence Pugh and Amy that are just trying to fit their way in the world. And they, they know that they can't do anything as uh, can't do much as women. And at uh, that time, so they just try to marry wealthy and uh, marry well to try to better themselves and, and be put in a good situation. And uh, Joe was just a, a good contrast to that and show that there were women that uh, were progressive and wanted to, uh, uh, do something different, go against the grain. Um, and that was one thing that I thought that I would dislike about the movie is the progressive nature of it. Uh, but I thought it, it did a good job of showing, um, you know, kind of a feminist mentality or undertone without being overbearing. Um, I thought, I think a lot of movies today, uh, shove the feminist movement down your throat, um, which the feminist movement is good. And I like what it represents. Um, but it's just, when you're shoving it and shoving it and it, it, it's not a good story that you don't have good characters or anything like that. It's, it's not a good movie. And so I like how they did a good job of, um, having good female characters that, uh, were all correctly developed and, uh, were strong, uh, and independent, but still were loving. And, uh, I didn't feel like that was the sole purpose of the movie was just to shove a feminist mentality. So, uh, I went, definitely went in thinking that was kind of what it was going to be, especially with uh, Ronan kind of being in some films like that before with Lady Bird, which I love that movie too, but that one did a little bit more of the of the shoving of the progressive uh, ideology. and uh, I liked how they had it, but it wasn't like the only point of the film. Yeah, and I, I think that's definitely Greta's, um, uh, Greta Gerwig's, that, that's her being the director. She was the director of the movie, and that was... Uh, definitely her because I know that she's definitely, I assume she's a, a progressive woman and um, I like it when a director can, can put that stuff in there, but it not be the only thing that they're trying to do. So uh, that was one thing I definitely loved about the movie. Um, I thought uh, um, Theodore, uh, the first time I watched the movie, I was not a big fan of Timothy, the, the actor, uh, playing Theodore, but the second time I watched it, I felt like it fit a little bit more. Um, because the first time I didn't, I don't know why, but I just, I didn't feel like he really fit in the setting. The second time I watched it, he wasn't supposed to fit in the setting. He was supposed to be somebody that's different from the normal male in. Right. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so the first time, I don't know why I didn't make that connection, but, um, yeah. So I, I thought he was a good cast as well. And then of course, Lauren Dern, um, although I'm not a big fan of her in general, mainly because of her Star Wars appearance, uh, thought she did a really good job in her limited role in this one. So really just a perfect cast. Um, Beth wasn't really used much in the movie, but even her actress did a good job of, of being the quiet, timid sister. And, um, so yeah, cast as whole was just really good. And then lastly, I think before we go into spoilers, um, I would say that, uh, Oh shoot! I had it. 
then I may have lost it. But uh, oh yeah, I love uh, how they piece together the story. I I know that's pretty uncommon. The first time I watched it, I I had a little bit more trouble following it, and um, but then remembering back in the movie before I watched it today, I was piecing it t- together like. I had thought the movie was, wasn't pieced together. Like the way that my mind had set it up, it was a beginning to end story because my mind was making those connections without me even knowing. And so the second time I watched it, it was really easy to watch. And I knew exactly when was in the past and the future. And it was telling a whole entire story with foreshadowing and showing the past. And, and I liked it. Now it's definitely a critique to some people um i know a lot of people on twitter had a hard time following uh, because it is hard to follow yeah no it, it definitely is and i think we both talked about this before um before we got on the podcast um they don't look any different and i right. think that is a problem i have with the movie is for me the second time watching i had i was it was easy enough to follow because i kind of already knew the overlying story but uh the first time watching it and especially I mean, even watching it again, them not looking any different except for Joe's haircut right? Um, or hairstyle, really. Yeah. I mean, because she always had it up in a bun this, uh, when it was showing the later half yeah, of, the, yeah. uh, of the story. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was fine, but um, people definitely had a problem with and they didn't look any different age difference and seven years is a long time especially because they're supposed to be pretty young right at the beginning of the movie i think in the original they were like kids yeah they i'm pretty sure they had two different actors for the young and the old part so that that would be way easier to follow i think the when we watched it today it was for sure easier to follow but also it was the third time I watched it. So obviously it's going to be easier to follow. But there was even one time today when she went to the mailbox or something. I'm trying not to say anything, but she went to the mailbox and I immediately was like, oh, that's present day or whatever. And I remember like being so confused when I watched it the first and probably second time of like, okay, when is this? I felt like when I oh, watched yeah. it the first time I was like, okay, are we then or now? Like every I single was doing time that it multiple times first time I watched yeah. it. Yeah. Which kind of is weird because it is a drama. And a lot of times these dramas aren't necessarily the biggest rewatchable movies. Mm-hmm. Usually rewatchable movies are action or Marvel or sci- sci-fi movies. Those are big rewatchable movies. These drama style movies usually aren't the biggest rewatchables. I mean, romance sometimes are, but um, so to have to go back and rewatch this style of movie to understand is a little off-putting and I totally get that if that's your critique of the movie. I I I, I totally understand that. And it's definitely a problem the first time I watched it. Yeah. And the mailbox thing was pretty cool, but I guess we'll get into that into the spoilers, yeah. but um yeah, I think when I'm thinking of critiques, there's not a whole lot I can think about. Um I mean I I generally really like the movie. Um so I don't have too many critiques. Uh, I mean, not going spoiler, I don't really have too many critiques, but I guess that would be maybe one of your critiques is not really understand. Like it didn't do a good job of 
yeah. really telling you if you're in the, the past or future. Right. Past I liked, the first scene where it says seven years earlier. Right. I liked the back and forth, but yeah, I just wish it was a little bit easier yeah. to follow. Totally. Especially if you're just going to watch it one time. Yeah. Well, do you have any other um, things that you were upset or not necessarily upset, but just things that you didn't really like about the movie that wouldn't be um, a spoiler per se? Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Okay. Actually. Yeah, yeah, sure. We can just go straight to uh, spoilers here. Um, so I guess when it comes to spoilers, uh, we can just sit here and talk about some of the things that happened towards uh, the end of, or really, I mean, since there's no structure, it's really just throughout the <laughs> right. whole entire movie. So uh, if you haven't watched the movie yet, I definitely recommend it. Um, yeah. I would say this is definitely a movie to... I would say bye because I think every couple of years you might be able to revisit this one if you are into dramas. And I know it looks like a super female movie, uh, but if you like dramas at all, uh, you will really, I think you'll really enjoy it. So I think this is a movie to buy. It's really like fun. I yeah. Think. Yeah. There like, are definitely a lot of parts about the movie that are just um, really because Joe's just a fun character. Yeah. And uh, Emma Watson has some parts in it where she's, um, she's good with the mix and, and so is yeah. and I mean like you laugh well I laugh yeah, and yeah. like I cried and it's yeah. good yeah so even if you're a man who doesn't necessarily enjoy most dramas uh, maybe rent this one for the first watch uh, but I would say for the general population if you're drama like like if you like dramas at all uh, I think this is definitely one of the better ones um, I don't think uh, Greta's whole entire filmography is something that you might enjoy. Um, but this one for sure, I think is kind of for everyone. So I would definitely yeah. say this is a buy. Um, so if you haven't watched it, buy it, rent it, uh, give it a watch, and then you can come back to the podcast and listen to what we think afterwards. Cause you might have some, uh, differing opinions too. Cause there are definitely like Tristan said, we, we kind of had some arguments over it before <laughs> cause it's, uh, there are definitely some things throughout the movie that, um, some people like and some people dislike when it comes to the plot points. So we are going to go ahead and go into that. We're going to go into spoilers. So when it comes to spoilers, um, what were some of the things you liked or disliked about, or really just anything, just open it up to discussion. Um, well, I don't want to jump to the end yet because huh? we can get there. Yeah. We can totally just go throughout the movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know what, I don't know. You don't know what to start with? Yeah. Well, okay. Um, I guess I can start with something. I personally loved the relationship between Joe and... Lori. Lori. I yeah. call him, I guess, Teddy. Okay, well... that's what Lori calls him. No, that's what Joe calls that's him. That's what Joe calls him. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Lori calls him. But himself. everyone else calls him Lori. Yes, yeah. Um, I personally love that dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they were darn near perfect for each other because they were both charismatic, different people from their age, like from the time period that they lived in. Uh, obviously the dance scene earlier in the mm-hmm. movie was uh, what kind of sparked them together and what probably sparked me to want them to be together. Um, and uh, yeah, I just like their chemistry. Uh, and obviously Joe said down the line that she didn't know if she could love anybody the way that they're supposed to be loved. Um, but I still think that they would have been fine. And I love the whole uh, speech that she gave to him. I thought that was completely valid. Uh, 
but I wish that he would have rebuttaled. Uh, to me, it was the big notebook scene without the man saying, I don't care. Um, I don't know if any of you guys are big notebooks fans, but I am. And in that movie, the woman cries out saying, I'm not cries out, but says we fight, we bicker, uh, we butt heads. We're not a good match. We shouldn't do this. We shouldn't get married. And he says, I don't care. I love you. I, every day is worth it. I don't care if we fight. That's what we do. At the end of the day, I love you with all my heart. And I wish that's, he had said something like that because you're going to get in fights. You're going to have problems and definitely with her spirit. And this is maybe where we differ. Um, but, uh, I was wanting that moment and especially later in the movie when she wanted to just say yes and marry him. I feel like that would have been a better match, especially with who he ended up with, which was, um, Amy. I thought that was a terrible match, but nonetheless, it's not what happened. What I wanted didn't happen. Uh, but yeah, Tristan. Okay. So here's the thing. Yeah, I will. Um, Okay. I for sure love them together. Like when they're hanging out, the yeah. dance scene, like I love them, like whatever, frolicking, whatever they do together. It's fun. They do frolic. And it's like, I don't know. It's like they don't have a care in the world kind of yeah. like love for each other. But then as I don't mean to say this, whatever, I'm just going to say it. As someone who has turned down people who have said that they love me, I, I, to me, her like speech to him or whatever on the hill was her just like making up excuses because she didn't want to be with him. Mm. Like when she's saying, we argue, we're never going to get along, blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel like that's something you would say if you're just trying to think of reasons why you don't, why in your heart you don't want to say no, but you are saying no. Yeah. Like she, to me, it's like, okay, she obviously didn't want to be with him. She's just making up excuses. She just keeps talking because she doesn't want to make, like, she doesn't want to hurt him. Yeah. And. Well, she was anyway, like no matter what, but. What? She was going to hurt him just by saying no, no matter what. But she was trying to ease the pain. Right. Right. I'm saying it's not you. It's just that we wouldn't work. Yeah. And I think she was just, yeah, just saying stuff for him. Um, I think. Two. Okay, yeah, that. And then he, like him accepting her saying no is like not him giving up, but just like allowing himself to move on, I guess. And what? Uh, I don't think he could have. What else is he going to do? Move on? No. Is he just going to try to wait? Yeah. I don't think, I mean, he kind of did. He went out and just lavishly lived his life, but I mean, I guess that's not really waiting, but going out and being with a bunch of different women and not committing and. Well, yeah, but like, I mean, obviously he didn't want to go back because he didn't want to see her. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like I, that's, that's where I guess we disagree, but yeah, I I don't know what it's like in the old movie. I wonder if it's any different, but like at the end when he when Lori and Amy are married and they're at the house after Beth dies. Yeah. Um 
he kind of like. I talk about when he wakes her up, or when they're all eating dinner and stuff. When when he's like, I never thought I would chase another guy for Joe, uh-huh. whatever. Like, I don't know him. Just in that whole scene when they're all in like the yeah. front by the front door, um. That's kind of the only time you see him and Amy interacting after they get married. And I mean, Lori doesn't seem like totally happy, mm-hmm. which like obviously, but that's his fault for marrying Amy. Yeah. But I. Because I think his heart was set on Joe. Right, and he thought like, that Joe would never. She said, I don't want to marry. I never want to marry. I. And he thought... No, I get why he said that. Okay. I get get, it. And you get why he married Amy. Yeah. Okay. No, I completely understand. Yeah. But I I don't know. Not not when he says those words, but just like in that scene, I guess. Yeah, he definitely feels like he's not... He feels like he's still in love with Joe. Yeah. And that he... I, I think he does love Amy. Right. But obviously... Like, but he doesn't... Like Amy said, I've always come in second. Yeah. And he is lit or she is literally second in Joe's love. Obviously different love. I mean, yeah. he says that, but I think but, that was kind of a scapegoat. But Yeah. But also she never planned on loving the man that she married, obviously. Yeah, that's true. So she doesn't really. And that was an upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. Upgrading to someone that you at least love. And, that, you know, I mean, he does love and care for her. Right. Compared right. to somebody who is just marrying somebody because she's pretty. Mm-hmm. And they would, he can have sex and have kids. And yeah, I mean, that's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, no, that's she gave that whole speech. Yeah. yeah that, that's why those guys, those rich guys used yeah. to marry these people because yeah. they were pretty and that they would enjoy having. Uh, that's why yeah. they got married. Yeah. And she wanted something more than, I mean, eventually found out that she wanted something more than that. Right. And she I'm was glad, just going to settle for that. Yeah. But. And I'm glad that she did, but I'm sad for Joe because I feel for like. Lori. No, I'm sad for, for Joe. Joe. Okay. Yeah, I'm sad for Lori too because they. I'm, I'm not sad, sad for Joe. Oh, I am because I'm not. I guess we have to talk about the ending. Okay. Before we, I guess we really because I think that she does marry the other guy, but yeah, she marries the French guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Some there are people who don't think that that was just part of the book that she wrote. Well, I don't like that. They're together. Well, I think Joe, I think Joe and Lori are a better fit than the French guy and Joe. I don't think so. You don't like what? I don't think so. Oh, I think so, one hundred percent. But we can talk about that later. Um, like I said, we have some opinions on this movie, which is weird. Do we have some opinions? Yes, we do. Um, but yeah, I I think I can't remember exactly what we're talking about. But um, the fact- you said that was the end of the movie, so we had to back up. Well, yeah, I meant before that we were oh. arguing about something, and I said, "Well, some people think this about the end of the movie." Oh, that they didn't get married in real life. I know but before said, that. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So I guess we move on from <laughs> that point. Um, but yeah, I think I think Joe and Lori would have made a better like a better couple couple than Amy and Lori. And I think that's my point. Okay. Okay. Um, and you kind of agree, but kind of don't. Yes. Because you don't think that Joe actually loved. Right. Yeah. And that's a big thing. I mean. Especially after she, she talked to her mom when she was in the attic writing. Yeah, that was and a she's big like, scene. Yeah, I totally understand. I want to be loved more than I am. Yeah. 
and I, I, for me, it felt like she didn't understand that she actually did love. Mm. Like she didn't want to admit it. Like mm. she is an independent woman and she doesn't want to admit that she loves someone. Cause every scene before that, when she is with Lori, she seems like she is head over heels for him. Cause they have the fun, like they have the most fun time yeah. and they laugh and they just, they feel natural together. And so I feel like she doesn't want to admit that she is actually in love with a man. Not because she's a lesbian. But I'm just saying because she wants to be independent. She wants yeah. to be her own self and she doesn't want to be married. Just like she said to um, Teddy earlier in the movie mm-hmm. uh, that she doesn't think she'll ever marry because yeah. she, wants, she doesn't want to give up that freedom. Yeah. I get that. But I think they were truly, she was truly in love with him and just didn't want to admit it. And that's what I saw from that scene. But uh, it's all for interpretation. I mean, right. it totally could have been she truly did not love Timothy the way that uh, not Timothy. Theodore. Sorry, Theodore. His name is Timothy. The actress. Timothy. <laughs> um, maybe, I mean, he it's just an interpretation. She may not have loved yeah. him in that way. You may have loved him. Because obviously. her mom is like, do you want to be loved? Though? But do you love him? Do yeah. you love him? Yeah, but it's Greta saying that. So, or not Greta. That's uh, Laura Dern saying that. So, you said she did good in this movie. So, yeah, don't give me that. It's still Laura Dern. I think it's weird that is her name Marmy. Her name is Margaret, but she goes by Marmy. I think that's weird. Yeah, that's I think it's weird, weird that all the kids call her Marmy. Last name's March. Marmy March. Mm-hmm. It Marmy, sounds in the movie <laughs> Margaret Marmy March. <laughs> It sounds in the movie that they're saying Marge. Yeah. They probably do. They probably shorten it. Say Marge. No. Their last name. Oh. Yeah. 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 The whole time. And then I didn't think that their last name was. sounds bad. I'm sorry. I didn't think that their last name was March until she wrote it in the letter to the guy. And then I was like, that says March. It does not sound like they're saying that. We can all agree that that writer dude was a douche though, right? Yeah. Not the writer. Sorry. The publisher. Yeah, I know what you meant. Okay, good. And then when his... Well, he was mean to his wife, too. Oh, yeah. And then his kids came and he's like, what do you want? <laughs> what are they yelling about? Yeah. I mean, that's how I talk to my kids, but... We don't have children. I said, that's how I would. Oh, no, you won't. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I guess we can kind of move on from the whole... I and mean, that's really the biggest part of the movie is the relationship between... Yeah. Uh, Teddy and Joe, which I think was beautifully done because you really don't know. There, yeah, it gives you a option to discuss and have your opinions, and I think that's what makes movies good. Is not just this is what it is. This is you can't debate it. You can't discuss it. This is what the movie is. I like a little bit of um, different opinions and not really knowing exactly uh, how characters felt or. Yeah. Doing a good job of maybe leaving some unknown in there. So I, I think that's definitely one part of the movie that I liked, even though it bred a little bit of discussion between us two. But uh, I think it was a good discussion. We we had fun and we're having fun now, I think. So <laughs> I guess next we can talk about. Uh, do you have anything else you want to add in there? I don't think so. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll put us on the next subject is for me, this was a big thing because I didn't know this was going to happen because I haven't read or watched the older movie was the Beth death. I mean, mm, for me, that was like the one thing I remembered. 
Yeah, that was a real. This movie in in whole does a good job of not being, um, like just destroying your emotions. Like it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't ruin you. Yeah. Well, it doesn't. Like, I'm gonna put this scene in here, or I'm gonna scene after scene after scene after scene of trying to make you cry. Yeah. It rather does a good job of putting in, um character development and progressing the story and having real things that are going to happen that are obviously sad because life is sometimes sad and it makes it realistic yeah, and makes you feel like you're really in this story, especially in the times when they didn't have a medical. Yeah. And, um, no, I was just going to say like, that's like what it like real life experiences, like, Anybody could that could have happened to any family yeah. back then. Yeah. Um especially yeah. the family that they went to. That right. was the whole reason why she got sick in the first right. place. Um that was happening to them. And so I feel like it did a good job of of being heartfelt and mm-hmm. obviously this family is a really good, nice and and really cares for the people around them. Um and even the uh Teddy's family did a great mm. I, I, <gasps> I love him so much. You the mean his old dad? man. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't think of his. Uh... Call him Mr. Lawrence, but I don't. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll just call him Mr. Lawrence. Yeah. Um, I I don't have the name right in front of me, but um, I I too love that family. Mm-hmm. Um, because the beginning of the movie, you didn't think they were going to be like you thought they were just going to be the rich family that didn't care about the people around yeah. them and, and just cared about gaining wealth. But it, in the end, they cared about the people that were around them, and yeah. you see that in the first Christmas scene. When, mm. um, I mean, obviously you see it a little bit when Amy's uh, outside. Yeah. Which was, was a so terrible scene because <laughs> Amy was just stupid. She's like, <laughs> I can't even. She's like, I hurt my hand. I can't go to school. And the teacher's mad at me. I didn't even do anything. <laughs> just cries. It's yeah. so stupid. She's like, look at my hand. Everybody that comes in. <laughs> but I think in the defense of the movie, she was supposed to be a lot younger yeah. than what the, the other portrayed. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll we'll kind of give that yeah. a slide. And she was like supposed to be the annoying little sister. Yes. And she did. I mean, Florence Pugh did a great she job of really being an annoying job. little sister, but just didn't seem like a little sister. They all looked like they were yeah. around the same age. So in the defense of the movie, they decided not to do two actors. Yeah. Or, sorry, actresses. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's not really the actress's fault. That's more of just the movie direction. They didn't want to do that, which I'm glad yeah. because for a lot of the movie, I'm glad they had the same actress yeah. because those actresses are going to be a lot better than the actresses you can get as 11 year olds. Right. So uh, for the most part, I'm glad, but that scene just didn't come off right because she was yeah. <laughs> a 22 year old <laughs> screaming that her hand got hit and she can't go to school. So yeah, it was kind of weird, but you know, you just kind of take it with a grain of salt. So. Yeah. Uh, that's the first time you kind of seen their kindness, but they still looked a little reserved and and stuff. And then yeah. I think the Christmas was the first time you kind of realize how sweet and nice they really are. And, and how sweet and nice the whole ma- the the whole sister family is, the, right. the March family. Mm-hmm. Going out and seeing. Um, well, it's funny because the mom is like, we need to. Let's give our food to these people. And, and they're they all, all just saying like, about how hungry they are two yeah. seconds beforehand. They all just like stare at each other like, is this the part where you say dad wants us to? <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like trekking in the snow yeah. with all this but, food. But then once they start doing it, they're all happy that they Oh, did yeah. It and- they were like 
good spirited about it. Yeah. And and I think that's what makes you like this family is mm-hmm. the fact that they are somebody who is going to go out and do that. And, yeah. And I like that. Like, of course, no kids are going to want to give up their Christmas food. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. Obviously. Especially because they didn't get any presents either. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, they do it anyway and they do it, like, kindly, I yeah, guess. Yeah, exactly. It's cool. Um, And so that's the first time you kind of see that that family come in and help them as they give some of, and they have, like, a feast with them mm-hmm. um, because they, cause they gave up their Christmas meal, which I guess for us isn't, like, the Christmas meal isn't yeah. as big of a thing because we would we could give a Christmas meal and still have a Christmas meal. But right. I think back then a Christmas right. meal was like this is the one time of year we're gonna spoil ourselves. Especially because like they didn't have a lot of money anyway. Mm-hmm. Um and so the fact that they had like so much food was probably a big Yeah, and, a big I, deal. and it's because it's Christmas. It, right. Like right. Uh, they they spoil themselves on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like they save up and, and they do yeah. this big thing. I mean they have a maid who helps them and right. um and so them giving up that big meal, like if it was just a regular meal, it wouldn't have been as big of a deal. But this was mm-hmm. the the meal. And they, they gave that up for another family, which was, was obviously really nice. And then that family. Yeah. And that's kind of when those families started mingling. Um, yeah. And so I think this all started from the Beth death. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow we got to this. But yeah, uh, I think it definitely inter- intertangles because uh, the dad, uh, which we've talked about, was such a big influence and, and a help to, to Beth before the death. The dad. Uh, Theodore's. Oh, that was his grandpa. grandpa. Okay. Yeah. Theodore's grandpa. Yeah. So, yeah. Mr. Lawrence. Um, yeah. Who, um, in the Beth death, I, I think that was a big thing. Um, yeah. Just because he was such a kind soul, uh, and really mended those two families together. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, leading up to that, he was so nice to Beth and even helped the first time she got sick. Mm-hmm. Um, they wouldn't have been able to get a doctor, I don't think, right. without... I, yeah, I agree. With, without his help. So um, I love that whole entire part of the story, um, that it wasn't... J- like, they could have very easily just put Teddy in the story mm-hmm. and had the grandpa not really been a part, but they put him in and he was such a great addition. The yeah. actor who played him, I really wish I could find who he was but uh really. I yeah I love how like when they're sending Meg off to whatever that rich thing to meet a man you know what I'm talking about where she had the pink dress oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah. when they're like sending her off in the carriage to go do that and they're all standing right there yeah and I like that because all of the characters are really like all the sisters are really pronounced. Like they all are very different. And Beth is kind yeah. of like more in the background. Like uh-huh. she, she doesn't have a strong personality like the others. Oh, yeah. yeah. They all, yeah, they really do all have. Yeah. yeah. And I like how he, Mr. Lawrence like spoke out and like sought her to give her like love and attention yeah. when the others like were the ones normally getting it. And asking for it almost. Yeah. yeah. And like, like he was saying it, in a way that she would want to like saying, I have this great big house and I have this beautiful piano that isn't played. And she like really wanted to, but she was scared. Yeah. She didn't want to ask for it. Cause they uh, earlier in the movie, they had talked about it. Yeah. And, and yeah. And he's like, she's like, well, if I won't be a nuisance and like, no one will mm-hmm. hear me. And he's like, no, no one like. And then when she finally does come and play it, he's yeah crying because yeah. Yeah. 
another part where it's an emotional part where I so that's sweet. why I said it. It's it's a movie that's not like shoving tears down their throat, but it has these little moments where yeah. you have a small character, the mm-hmm. grandpa. He's a small character. He's not a major part, but you you feel for him because they they show little lines in here that his, yeah. Um, he's a nice soul and that he cares for his grandson and cares for this family to give him food. And then mm-hmm. um, he was supposed to be this, like everyone thought he was this hard ass, but he's not. Yeah. And he lost his, his daughter that used to play the piano. And that's why the piano was there in mm-hmm. the first place. And, and that's why he cries because he's hearing the piano for the first time. Yeah. And later in the movie, they lose Beth and yeah. this guy plays the piano for them and they're all feeling the same way. And, and so that's why I meant by it just does a great job of not. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you think about it, it could be just tearjerker, 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 but it's not. Forced. It doesn't feel that way. It doesn't way. feel forced. Like yeah. it, it definitely feels like it's there, but it's not. I, a lot of movies feel like they're forcing it. Mm-hmm. And, and this movie doesn't. And, and then uh, he. I really like that. Buys her that piano for her house. And uh-huh. then she makes him those purple slippers. No, she makes the purple slippers and he gives them the piano because of the purple slippers. Okay, well, either way, it's yeah. so cute. <laughs> yeah, because she wrote, he wrote a letter saying, um, "This was, these are the best slippers I've ever oh, got." Oh, right, right, right. And that's why she he got the piano, and then she got sick because she was going out and doing all that. Stuff. Yeah, but she went to him and like gave him a hug. Yeah, and that's how he knew. It's probably the she was most affection he's gotten, and yeah. Okay, sorry, Poor I don't guy. Need to make my wife cry. I might anyway. But. Um, so I guess we're still talking, trying to talk about the Beth death. Um, uh, like I said, for me, that was kind of, uh, out of the blue almost. Cause I thought mm. this whole family is supposed to be there throughout the whole entire movie, but, uh, obviously very sad moment, especially the first sickness. And then it kind of, it's foreshadowing, like it, not foreshadowing, sorry. It's, it's mixing the first death, the, the death and the first sickness, like back and forth. Yeah. So that was a really cool way of doing it, mm-hmm. um, but was, I don't know if it made it more sad or less sad, but you're seeing everyone's reaction and uh, feelings from the first and the second one at the same time. So it almost yeah. makes it harder to handle because it's going back and forth. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously if you already knew she was going to die, you knew she was going to die on the second one. Um, but yeah, just watching... And, um, like, when she... I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, you're fine. When she runs down the stairs, like, back then. Yeah. And she, like, runs down the stairs, and then Marmy is in the way of Beth, so she can't see her. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my gosh. And then Beth, like, pokes her uh-huh. head out, and she's like, oh, you're alive, blah, blah, blah. And then the second time she runs down, and then her head never pokes out because she's dead. That was about what I was going to go to. <laughs> um I don't mean to laugh there, but <laughs> uh, I was just going to say how much I I love how much Joe cared and loved oh, yeah. Beth mm-hmm. and that she was the one, um, even though all the other sisters obviously loved Beth. Yeah. Beth was not, Joe and Beth were such polar opposites of people. Yeah. Joe still loved Beth. Yeah. Enough to come back, even though she was she was told not to. Or yeah. no, she was no, she was she, told she was told to come back. My bad. Yeah. Um, but she gave money to try to save her, and everyone said, "Don't give me your money." But she yeah. did it anyways, and and came back and spent every moment and um, yeah, tried, took her to the 
beach and yeah and the first time she got sick she was she was the one that was doing all the caregiving and, mm-hmm. and trying to to get her well and uh, yeah i just loved how much that sisterly love was and yeah and then of course going down to the crashing moments of uh those two scenes were probably the two most powerful i think scenes of the movie of yeah her going down and i think the first time you kind of knew she was going to be alive yeah well i guess technically you would have to because you saw her later in the movie for that because the two timelines but the the whole scene was brighter Mm -hmm. did a good job of Mm -hmm. showing tone through the lighting and everything um and you knew that was going to be a happy moment and the second time just the way it was smoggy and dark yeah uh, which is a good job of greta of Mm -hmm. being able to show the mood of the of the movie just by lighting and and weather um but just her going down and and having that with like having that moment with her mom and um her not even wanting like her walking down the stairs and seeing her the first time and being happy her walking down the stairs the second time made that that second time doing that that much harder because mm-hmm. you saw the slow movement of her because she knew yeah. this time it wasn't going to be a happy ending. And whereas the first time she was a little bit faster. And um, I mean, just hats off for Greta for, for shooting that as well yeah. as she did. And, and now that you, now that you like mentioned tone, cause I didn't really like, or like it? scene. Yeah, yeah. I didn't notice it until you said that, but even like when they're at the beach. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was all bright the first time. That yeah. They and did they're it. like running around and then the yeah. second, oh, I'm going to cry. The, <laughs> second the second time, time they went to the it's beach, like windy. It was all windy and, and cloudy and they never went back to a be- like the only beach scene that they showed was all bright and fun with all yeah. of them. The second time they showed the beach scene, it was complete polar opposite. No mm-hmm. one was out on the beach. Yeah. It was dark. It was windy. It was like stormy. Yeah, they were just like laying. And down they were just. Together. It was only them two, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was just polar opposites. And and like I said, it's just that's hats off to Greta for just yeah. pulling. Like you could have had more beach scenes. You could have because obviously people love the beach scenes and people love seeing the beach and that mm-hmm. they were obviously close to it because they went there. Mm-hmm. So you could have had other scenes there, but she decided to show those two polar opposites um, to just set the tone there. And yeah. Um, so yeah, hats off for for her to kind of do that, and I thought that was a really good direction. Yeah. Um, I think we're kind of done with uh with Beth talk. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we have different opinions on it other than it's just yeah, it's just a sad part. And if you've read the books or seen the older movie, you kind of knew it coming. But if you didn't, like me, it was probably a little bit of a shock and. It was hard to get through. And even if you've seen it before, it's probably still hard to get through. Oh, yeah. Um, so next, I don't know if Tristan has too many thoughts on this, but um, it was kind of an underlying uh, story. But I personally loved the marriage between Emma Watson or Meg and mm-hmm. um, the tutor. Uh, that's really kind of a... Uh, unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. I've read some stuff and and watched some stuff about the movie, and a lot of people thought Emma Watson did not fit well in the movie and did mm. not like her in the movie. And I feel very differently. I thought she was a great addition and a great uh, 
contrast to the other characters as she was much more of a heartfelt wife or motherly figure. And obviously she was the only one that had kids other than the mom throughout the whole movie. And, um, you know, just a contrast to those other three characters you've got. I mean, you said before, you know, there's so many different character styles between the four sisters. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought she did a good job of being a, somebody who wanted to be Amy almost. Yeah. She wanted to be the style of Amy of marrying rich and being the style person, but she just had too much of a heartfelt, she was too, her heavy, her heart was too heavy. Yeah. She, she wanted to marry someone that she loved and she had the chance of marrying someone richer and she decided to go with this guy that was a, a tutor for a rich person and obviously couldn't buy anything nice that you saw earlier in the, or later in the movie. Yeah. And, uh, that was really hard for me to watch. I guess maybe as a man, but, um, well, like you want to like provide for your family too. Like he yeah. did. And it's. Well, not yeah, just pro- he was it. providing for his family just fine, but well, like giving them exactly. what they want. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't want to just provide. He wants to. He has a a beautiful wife and somebody that's uh nice and knows that he, she could have married up. Like that's what. Yeah. That's I think that's what it's saying is that he knew that she could have married somebody much nicer than him, but she fell in love with with him. Yeah. And he wants to provide what those other guys could have done for her and she wants that yeah but she also wants the love that he has so there's kind of that that battle uh with within emma watson or may and i think that's why i love that relationship so much because it's it feels real i think it's it's Mm -hmm. one of the more real like it's most i think it's most honest relationship between all of the ones that end up happening Mm -hmm. because um like i said i think that amy and Mm -hmm. And Teddy one is kind of uh, secondhand and the Joe and the Frenchman is kind of doesn't fit right with me. So I think that's the most honest one of she could have married up, but decided to marry somebody that she loved. And he was just head over heels over her and wants to do everything he can. But I mean, in this time, you can only do so much. Right. I think. And I think. You can go. Okay. Okay. I'll do this and then you can go. Okay. Um, the scene where she buys the dress and mm-hmm. he's like, I, I don't know what to do because I want to do everything I can for you. And I, I just can't like, there's no yeah. physical way of me doing this. And then later when she sells the fabric, yeah, uh, I think that's when it all goes full circle and it just shows how great of a character and person she is. Um, even though it was probably wrong for her to do it in the first place, mm-hmm. she realizes that. And says, I want you more than I want these things. And I want you to know that. Yeah. And so that's why I love it. It was rough for a lot of the movie. But I think it just felt like the most real. Because there are struggles. Can I talk now? Yes, you can talk. Thank you. Um, Okay. I was trying to say this before you said the last thing you said. Mm. But. Yeah. um, So I, I think my problem with it. I don't know if it's a problem or not, but, um, I think whatever my issue with it is that she like, yes, she loves him. So she marries down or whatever. And that, and he knows that she can marry up. I was just say it's not necessarily down. It's just okay. down in class status, but yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. Um, he's not rich is what I meant. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
And so obviously she loves him enough to like not seek out a rich man to marry, even though she wants like all this fancy stuff. Yeah. And like, obviously you know that that's like true to her or whatever, but she's like not content through the whole movie. Like once she marries him, she's like not content anymore. Yeah. And it's like when she buys that fabric and stuff, it's kind of like, what are you doing? Like, Mm -hmm. Do you yeah. want this or not? Yeah, kind of. Sure. And then, but then you don't realize like that she really does love him until she he's like, "Go make that like, please go make that dress. I want you to be happy." And she's like, "I already returned it because, yeah, like I know that's what we need." And that shows not just the love that she has for him. Yeah, it shows the love that he has for her. Right. Because she's right. like, he's, he's saying, like, I I know we can't afford it. I know that you want this. Yeah. And I know that you, like, you will obviously look gorgeous in this. And Mm -hmm. you want to look good. And he's like, I'll wear my old winter coat. Yeah. And it's like, exactly. And Like, like, I'll sacrifice so that you can have. And it's, and, and I I don't think we fully understand the dynamics of him wearing a worn down coat. Right. But when he goes out and he's at. He's probably, like, working, like, handyman. Well, and when he goes out and goes to these high-end dinners and whatever he's gonna go and he's gonna have a worn out jacket and everyone's gonna judge him because oh you can't even afford a nice jacket so he's suffering his own dignity yeah yeah good point for her to have this Mm -hmm. and he's he's okay with it not only can they not afford it he's willing to sacrifice his own um his own image yeah to be um you know talked about and talked down the on and right that's why i mean like it's such a pure and real relationship because you're going to have those. Yeah. You know, My problem with that, I nuances. guess, is that you don't see that until that. Yes. Like until yes. very far. Into yeah. The but movie. that's because they're not, they're not a main character. Right. Right. So right. I, yeah. And, I, but I'm glad they spent the time with that mm-hmm. because I, that was one part of the movie that wasn't a, a center point that was, I think still really good. So. Yeah. Um, this is a little off topic, but kind of not. Sure. Um, when she is a, when they're like getting ready for her wedding outside yeah. and her and Joe are in the room talking Yeah. and Joe's like, come run away with me. Like, you don't have to do this. Don't like, basically like, don't ruin your life. Why are you looking like that? Cause you said, amen. No, I said, amen. Okay. Listen to why I said that. <laughs> I prematurely said that. What? Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. So, yeah, she's like, you don't have to do this. Come with me. Like, you can stay with me. You're going to get over him in two years and we'll have fun forever or whatever. Yeah. And she looks at her. Meg looks at her and is like, "That that's not what I want. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what you want. That's why I said I'm in. Because, like, just because that's what Joe wants doesn't mean that what Meg wants is invalid. Yeah, And not exactly. real. Because it is. And that's what I uh, that's what I meant by I feel like that's one of the most real relationships in the movie because um because of that honesty between her and everyone else and yeah, I just really like that whole entire dynamic. Yeah. That kind of so. goes back to when they're in the attic or whatever and they're playing that old man game. They're being like old people. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they say, I don't know if you ca- if you like caught what they said, but Meg says She has something and then she says, I think we all agree that Meg is good. um, Joe is bad. Beth is very, very good. And 
Amy is, I don't know what she says, average or something. The worst? No. She says like she's between. Well, she should be the worst. Good and bad. It was funny, but but it like portrays like what society would think of them or whatever. But Amy's definitely the worst. She's annoying. She's the worst. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) She ruined Teddy's and Joe's Oh my word. Would you get over it? Get over it. I probably won't, but we I believe that she married the Frenchman. So Yeah, but they wouldn't be they are not as good. But no, it's okay. They we, are. Can, we can continue. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you have any, or do you want to go next? I don't know. You don't know. Um. All right. I mean, I guess I can try to think here. Um. Before, if we have anything before the straight up ending. Okay. Of of the movie. Um. I feel like I did have a like scene or or subplot the, that we should talk about. The ice. The burning book. Oh, wow. That was actually what I was thinking about. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't think we're going to think too much differently. That was... Yeah. Uh, if if you've watched the movie, which you should, if you're watching, listening <laughs> to this part of the movie, or this part of the podcast, um, we're talking about when uh, Amy decides to burn Joe's book because jo- Joe yeah. doesn't invite Amy to dances that she's to not... To the theater. To theaters that she's yeah. not invited to and doesn't have a dance to. And it's... No sense. Okay, but Joe told her she could go next time, and that was next time. But you can't. You can't just go by yourself. I'm just it's, saying it's tickets. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um. So she decides to go burn the book that she had been writing, a full on book. Yeah. And it's not like you have it saved on, on your the, flash drive. Yeah, on your flash drive or on <laughs> Word, and you just delete it, yeah. or you have it on the cloud. No, she straight up wrote this book. With ink by hand, by hand, and not just like a pen, like dipping it in <laughs> ink and having to wave her hands because her hands get sore every three seconds. And then she, but she just writes with the other hand. Yeah, I know, which is stupid, but nonetheless, because <laughs> yeah. I highly doubt she was ambidextrous. 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 So, yeah, and it's just straight evil. It straight. She's evil. like, especially when she, she seems psychopathic. She's like. Lights the page on fire and then and she like going. holds it and up keeps and going. watches it. Like it, it would have been it. one thing if she burnt like three pages and was like, "Okay, this or, is really sorry." Or if she just threw the whole thing in the oh, fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But instead, she burnt page by page her whole entire book and watched it burn. And that's why I I don't necessarily like her as a character and don't think she should have married. Teddy, because she's a psychopath. Because you have to be a psychopath <laughs> to do that. You cannot do that and think everything is okay. Like I mean, yeah, everything is not shooting right in your head. If you can do that to your own sister, yeah. So therapists weren't as available as they are now. Well, she's still a psychopath, even if they're not a therapist. And that, like, I watched that scene again. Mm-hmm. Talked to Tristan about a show we had watched, Criminal Minds, and how there was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Who murdered his own brother and had no remorse? Yeah, because he's a psychopath. Yeah, that was the same exact thing, except for it wasn't murder; it was just burning of books, so it wasn't as bad. Yeah, but she still had no remorse, even when she was saying sorry. She had no remorse, <laughs> so yeah, she's a straight psychopath. Yeah, and was that's why I probably don't like her. Yeah, she has no remorse for anything that she does, and she just does everything despite Joe. Even though Joe's but, probably not perfect, okay, just Joe's like, not perfect, but. 
Just like put your, put her shoes on. Yeah. What's that? I put was you in young, her shoes. I, I was a younger brother. No, but I'm saying like. And my younger, or my older brother would always go out and say, like, I would want to go hang out with him and his friends. No, and he would always I wasn't say, no. thinking about that. I didn't go and burn his shit because of it. I wasn't thinking about oh, okay. that. My bad. I was going to say. She has, she said later in the movie that she's always felt second to Joe. Like she's always felt. Well, she's younger. Less than. I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so that is like, I'm not excusing her whatsoever, uh-huh. but I'm just saying like that builds up when you're oh, like, I trust me. Yeah. I'm never going to be as good as this person. Trust and they me. think that they're better than me. Okay. My brother's a nurse. I'm just saying. <laughs> and what are you? No, I'm just kidding. You're wonderful. You're the best person in the entire <laughs> My world. My wife just dissed no, me hardcore no. on a public <laughs> podcast. You can edit that out. Just I really saying, didn't mean it. No, what everyone. Am I he is when my brother the best is a nurse. person in the entire world, and he's and the most handsome. Like and his hair is so beautiful. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I'm house so jealous while of I him. Own a duplex. He's that's not, I don't own amazing. He's okay, the best person ever, you guys. We're just gonna keep going because that was really awkward. I love him with and my whole heart. Just me to my brother, but no, he's ugly. So I'm, I mean, I'm handsome. So it's you fine. are. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> okay, we're just gonna keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I don't remember. Oh yeah, about her being secondhand about yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Like I totally get how that feels, and I still yeah. would not burn no. my brother's life work because he decided to go out with his girlfriend, and I wanted to go. So like, I get where she's like at. Yeah, mentally. Yeah, she's still a psychopath. Okay, so I wasn't excusing her. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I, yeah. You were just trying to get people, like our listeners, to understand the mind space of, yeah. of her, and yeah. I totally get it. But yeah. she is still worse than the average person. So, <laughs> okay, okay. I have anger issues, and I still will not do that <laughs> because I'm okay. not a psychopath. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Uh, I think we've <laughs> gone through that well enough. <laughs> the burning of the book. Um, I yeah. think we both agree it was bad, but yeah. I guess she doesn't think it was. No, she understands where she was coming from more than I do. A li- I'm yeah. again, not cool. Oh yeah, yeah. She needs a therapist, probably. <laughs> not that there's a- anything wrong with that, because I see one. But I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, we're about an hour and ten minutes into the podcast, <laughs> so I think we can go ahead and go okay. ahead and finish up on the very ending of the movie. And so, if you made it this far, I, I hope that you've actually watched it um or listened what listen to it oh listen to the movie oh wait watch the movie sorry yeah we hope that you've I watched the movie the... if sorry. you haven't and you've waited this long to decide to go watch it then you've had everything spoiled for you and it's still a good movie so still go watch it um so yeah we'll talk about the uh, the very end of the movie um she decides to write this huge book after um after everything um before she has the dinner with um, yeah. the Frenchman. So she knows that Amy and Teddy are married. Yes. But um, the Frenchman has not shown up yet. So that's why I'm saying that people don't 100% know if, if she marries him or not. Mm. Um, so 
they decide she decides to write this huge book. Doesn't know that people will like it or not, but she writes it anyways and decides to turn in the first chapter. The publisher is not a biggest fan of the um the first chapter of the book. Thinks it's not exciting enough. But like Tristan said, um her or his family like daughters or sons, yeah. I don't know, the family, I think the there's kids. there's like three daughters. Yeah, come up and say, where the, where the fuck is the rest of this book? <laughs> well, not like that. Yeah, but in, you know, 1700s, basically. What the fuck is, where the fuck is Okay, this? stop that. Yeah. So where, the, where is the rest of this book? <laughs> because this is amazing. I want to know what happens to this family. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I would say the same thing because, obviously, I was intrigued in the story. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, she decide or he decides to come back to her and, uh, tries to get the rest of this book and she she gives him the rest of the book. Um, he reads it and says that uh, who does the main character marry? Because as of this point, she is unmarried. Yeah. And um, she says, well, that's the whole entire point. He doesn't get married. She doesn't get married. She doesn't get married. That Teddy marries her sister and that's the whole entire like, that's the story. Mm-hmm. She was kind of in love with him but kind of not and he decides yeah. to marry her sister instead. Uh, but the writer said, or the publisher says, nah, that ain't going to sell. We got to, we got to have you marry someone. You got to find a love story in here. So she adds at the very end of the movie that she marries the Frenchman. And that's why people aren't sure. Um, now, maybe that's because I haven't read the book, but also let's say that you did read the book. This is also saying that like, she printed that book, and so is the book that you read. Yeah, what actually happened to her, and that's why there's kind of a discussion about it. Yeah. So, like I said, I haven't watched the old movie or read the original book, but yeah. even if you did read the original book, this is kind of saying, well, maybe. Uh, yeah, who knows? <laughs> and so, um, I feel like I really don't know. Actually, like I want to say that she did, but also just with her character. Yeah, I don't know if she would have just this movie alone, how they portrayed her character. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she would have married somebody that quickly. And I think they had a chemistry. I think they had yeah. some chemistry, but they didn't develop that chemistry enough. Yeah. Because they weren't really a big part. It was more Teddy and Joe. And yeah. he was kind of a second or third kind of character thrown in there. And I think if they would have developed it a little bit more, I may have yeah. thought that. Here's what I think. Yeah, sure. Go for it. I think that they didn't get married right then. Like, they didn't yeah, yeah. get married right away. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I can um, see that. And then, I don't know if she married him before or after she turned in the book. Maybe she married him before she turned in the book, but but she didn't want that to be the end of the book because she wanted to make a statement yes. for the world. Yes. That's definitely something I've thought about. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. But then she was like, well, it happened anyway. So yeah, I could definitely, I could definitely see that being a part of it because she is definitely an independent woman who wants people to think that women can be different in society. Yeah. And so she wants to publish a book that says, no, I didn't marry anybody, but Mm -hmm. then she did anyways. And so I can definitely see that being a part of it. I just wasn't, it just kind of, for me, it leaves it kind of up there where I'm not sure. And I, I agree that that could definitely be a part of it or a, a portion that could definitely poss- be a possibility of what happened, but yeah. really we don't know. Um, maybe, you know, but I don't know. <laughs> I, I kind of, 
leave it up in the air. But um, I like the way that the movie ended with the whole school and the fact that oh, she yes. is married. It's beautiful. To the Frenchman. Um, like I said, I wish Teddy and Joe were married and Amy had married the rich dude that she Frederick. had always wanted to be married to. And um, But uh, I do like, even though it's not the ending I wanted, I do like how it's not the ending I wanted. It's not a movie that's like, hey, this is what fits. This is what people are going to like. I'm going to publish yeah. that. Just like her book isn't, this is what people are going to want. This is what people like. It's something different that challenges what a normal reader or watcher yeah. is going to want. And so that's one thing I like about the movie. Um, that I probably should have said earlier, but <laughs> as even though I'm not personally a fan, I would have rather it gone differently. I so I I definitely like movies that are going to be challenging to what a viewer is going to want. Yeah. So uh, I definitely respect it for that, and that's why I give it a pretty high grade. And um, every time I've watched it, which is only twice, but every time I've watched it, I've I've definitely enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you have anything else to say on this year movie? Um. Just that I love the school at the end. And then yeah. she turns Aunt Marge's house yeah. into the school. I think we both love that part. Yeah. Um, because. And she like walks through the front yard. And, and then they all meet at the end with the cake. End, end of the movie. I yeah. mean, I don't think they could have done something more just family friendly and, and just wholesome. Uh, with not only it being a school, but the whole family being a part of it. Yeah. Um, because the whole movie is really a family movie. And mm-hmm. um, having the dad there too and the mom. Yeah. And um, the uh, Meg, who could have been an actress, mm-hmm. but decided to marry and, and do that, be uh, a teacher, yeah, uh, like an acting teacher, was uh, was really fun and I think really good. And yeah, so yeah, I think I don't think everyone lo- kind of loved the ending, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm really glad with how the ending, of course. Like I said, I wanted it to end in, end differently, but I'm I not, like how it ended. I'm not mad about how it ended. I think okay. it was a really good wrap, and uh, I think we both talked about how we liked that she got the first edition and watching the whole print. Of, oh yeah, that was really cool. Uh, the print of the book, and um, yeah, that was definitely really cool to kind of see that whole process. And um, such a good writer as she mm-hmm. was, um, get to finally have uh, her story printed and with her name on it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's about the end of uh, end of the movie and end of our review, which has been a long one. But I'm glad because <laughs> there's uh, a lot to talk about about this movie. So do you have anything else before we kind of grade it out? I don't think so. Sweet. Uh, we're going to kind of grade out the movie. Uh, Tristan, I'm, I know she's listened to pretty much every podcast I've put out, but um, just kind of give a, a five star review of the movie. So half star or zero star being the worst and five star being the best. What, uh, what rating to put this movie? I would, I, I, I'm really bad at giving ratings. That's okay. Um, I would say like four, four and a half. Sure. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. Perfect. So Tristan gives it a four, four and a half. Um, I'm kind of on the, the swing as well. Um, I gave it a four and a half the first time I watched it and I gave it a five the second time I watched it. So I'm kind of in the middle there. Uh, you know, I only have a couple five stars, so not a couple, I have like 25 stars, but I'm kind of just on the border there. Uh, so I think it's a four and a half to five, uh, just really great job by Greta. I mean, I really, 
it all hats off to her because she just did a fantastic job. If this one, if Parasite didn't come out, I think this would have been uh, best picture in my book. So it's hard to not give it a five. I love yeah. Joker. Now Joker is just like a movie that I enjoy more. So maybe that's why I give it a five um, compared to this one. But this was yeah. just a better movie. Like it was just, just so well done and such great performances by every actress and actor in the movie. So um, yeah, I, I might bump it up into a five star, but cause right now on Letterboxd, I have it a four, but definitely right in between there to four and a half and a five. And um, yeah, it's just, just a great movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, yep. That's, that's about the end of, uh, end of the podcast. Uh, really happy that Tristan was able to join us today to do, um, to do little women um, I don't think anybody else could have done better because this has been a pretty long podcast, pretty uh, entertaining <laughs> one, Steve. in my opinion. I had a lot of fun talking about it. Uh, so uh, if you like this episode, just make sure to uh, give us a subscribe on either Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you listen to podcasts, and then make sure to give it a five stars um, and review it. If you have a movie that maybe you want us to review in the future, uh, you can definitely give us a five-star review on uh, on one of those and just put on there what movie you want us to review. We'd be more than happy to. I love watching new movies and talking about them. So make sure to do that. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Couch Critics Pod. Um, and, you know, we, we try to tweet about movies. And anytime we have a new podcast, we tweet out our new our new podcast, you know, when our, when our stuff is coming out, we try to do it at least once a week. Um, and then for me personally, you can follow me at Easton Moore force. That's Easton Moore IV. Um, so make sure to give that a follow as well. I tweet about a lot of different things. Um, so happy you guys could, uh, join us on the couch critics. So make sure to watch the movies this next week and, uh, come back to us next week. Thanks. Bye guys. Bye.